Welcome to the next episode of the Sportsmania podcast. It's another FA Cup special. We are back to talk all things fourth round. Let's get to the panel. It's most of the admin team. Abdi, how are you doing? Hello. How's it going? Oh, yes. How are you, man? All good, my friend. All good. George, how's it going, mate? Yeah, not bad. How are you? Yep. All good. Luke, welcome back to the podcast. Cheers, mate. How are you? Yep. All good. Ready to talk FA Cup and... uh, no, right, well, well, uh, let's let's start this. Yeah, exactly. Let's start. We might as well start and get this out of the way for you guys. Yeah, uh, let's wrap let's up. go to Old Trafford first. It was a game where Friday night, you know, not not everyone Under wanted the to, lights. Not everyone wanted to turn up after work, as we could, you know, uh, hear from the crowd noise. Uh, but trains are rubbish from London. That's yeah. why Man United, Middlesbrough. It went all the way well. to penalties. All the way to sudden death and Abdi Middlesbrough lot took the lottery win. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> um and you know the, the saddest thing is about it, it's not like that we played badly as well. I, I think that was one of the better most better performances I've seen in a while. Um because you can argue like different games like when we played against Newcastle, Norwich, um other teams as well, I'm sure people say stuff. Uh, Villa kind of-ish, but mm. um, no, Villa in the FA Cup, that's what I meant, not Villa in the league. Um, they all deserve to probably win and uh, get something more out of that game. Whereas in this game, I, I don't think you can really say that too much. You can credit fair play to Middlesbrough for hanging in there and uh, you know keeping it at 1-0 at the time, but I do think that should have been a lot different. Um, it was one of those games where we weren't clinical enough and we didn't take our chances. And a lot of them, uh, a couple of them actually, were some very big chances and howlers that we missed. And especially the penalty missed from there. <laughs> uh, yeah, from that spot, usually confident Rao is going to score. Everyone was ready for it. Everyone was ready to go, Sue, but, you know, it was no instead. Uh, and then Sancho gets the goal. Cool. And then you think you'd kick on from there. But no, it stayed at 1-0. They then got a handball goal. It was a really weird one. The rule says if it hits the hand and, um, uh, and it doesn't, go into the goal straight away. It's not a handball. It's a weird law. It's in the rule book. Cool. You can't really say much about it in terms of that. I still think that's a weird sort of rule. If it goes for you, you're happy. You take it. It will still be jammy, but you take it. And they, fair play to them, they took it. But um, it is a weird rule because he literally did handle it. He used his hand to control it and then sort of lofted across the box for a tapping at the end at the back post so uh, sure okay whatever but you can't really complain too much because we ha- we should have done a lot better than we did um, and put the game long in reach and it's not even a stretch to say it should have been what 8-0 at one point the amount of chances we had um, but yeah we're out of the FA Cup I don't, it doesn't look like we're going to win anything this season again and um, yeah on to uh Back to league stuff, I guess, and Champions League, which won't last too long as well in itself. So, yeah. 
I mean, George, with the handball rule, there, this has always been a problem. We, we've, I lost track of how many times we discussed this in the WhatsApp group with various games. It's the same conversation over all over again, really, in, in that game. I remember in the WhatsApp group, it was kind of, it was mentioned that saying, you know, if, you, if it goes for you, we'll take it because, well, why wouldn't you? But it's still a bit one of these things where it's like, it's, it's, it's ridiculous how it's still debated, but yet not much has been changed about it. It's like I was saying in the group that if you weren't here, United fans crying about that if it was the other way around. Um, personally, I don't think the goal should have stood because I thought it was handball. But I think the rules with all this stuff like handball, offside, all that, that's the change really because it kind of caused more controversy before all this was put in than it does now, to be honest. I don't know. Uh, If it goes for you, you're not really complaining, are you? But when it's against you, you're going to be kicking off. Exactly. That's that's exactly what I said. Um, Just saying... I, the rule should be more like in those cases because it was literally it led to the goal because he controlled it, then passed it to his teammate and it was tapped in. If it was like all the way down the pitch, good pass. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> if it was all the way down the pitch and there was passes in between here and there, sure, okay, because it could be prevented. By that point, he used that, his hand to basically control the ball. So we had a hand in the goal, didn't it, really? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so <laughs> basically, essentially, if you if you're if you in the box, control the ball with your hand, pass to your teammate, let them score a tap in, and you'll be golden. They can't rule it out because you didn't score with your hand. You only used your hand to control it, I guess. <laughs> so it's a it's a weird rule. Um, they they changed it recently, apparently um, in the summer. That would have been ruled out last year because it was leading to a goal. And now it's like you can't actually score. At least you would have beat Middlesbrough in the summer last year, then I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we should have still. I, as I said, though, um, uh, when it came penalty out, shootout was good. Like on the no, I, like, I there don't. Were some I, good I, penalties. I hate. Yeah, I it was a good shootout. shootout. Whenever, it's a lot you win, though. It is. We're never good with penalties anyway. Like, I think the last penalty shootout that we won was the Champions League final in two thousand eight. Every other penalty, penalty was, shootout, um, we've. Uh, we basically missed. Or there was a couple of penalties that went in that just that one of the Middlesbrough ones. Like, God knows that. I think it was Dale Fry. Yeah, that one just yeah, yeah, wriggled under Henderson. Oh, that was lucky. And then, as we know, a famous friend is some of us say who's Rachel. I think it's more who's a Langer because he missed. So yeah, he's still yeah. young. And so then you got not, racially I'm, abused, I'm not, of course. That's the modern thing goes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to hold it against him. We no, we still like Alanga. Um, no, he's still a good he's player. He's got a decent future as well. He's a good player. You know, there's plenty. Doesn't of define him. That's, the thing is, him. I it's, him it's more I it's more on the act, the whole team as a whole. You know, because they should have never allowed it to go to penalties. As oh, soon as it went to penalties, time. as soon as it went to penalties, I was like, yeah, well done, Middlesbrough, you won. Because should have won it just, about four five one. I know, mate. To... More than that, eight nil probably at one point. You know the amount of chances we had. Like Rashford had basically a tap in at one point. Bruno missed an open goal. Ronaldo missed the penalty, and five or four other chances that we we could have probably scored from. So we we, we played. It was the best we played, but just I don't think it's karma though. What do you because mean? A, a, before you jump on me, a lot not you. Some Manchester United fans on social media laughed at Arsenal getting knocked out to Nottingham Forest. Uh, 
that's just uh, football for you, you know. Yeah, but it's karma. Don't laugh until you're not playing a lower leg team. <laughs> yeah. Everyone, so, everyone does it to everyone, though. So, everyone does it yeah, to everyone. Yeah, they do do it to everyone, but you've done it to us. So, I'm just saying, be careful what you wish for, really. Um, yeah, whatever. But Chris Wilder, I think it's Chris Wilder. He's doing, he's doing well. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I think a lot of people are saying, "Oh, man, Knight should have done this, should have done that." A lot, of, a lot of credit has to go to Middlesbrough, to be honest. Stay in it. Yeah, I mean, Luke, you know, Middlesbrough under Chris Wilder, they've been doing really well, you know, really well in the championship and the in the FA Cup. You know, they've been doing pretty well. I mean, you know, they've got Spurs in the next round, which we'll obviously preview their prediction for later. But you have to say Middlesbrough, you know, surprising a few people because I don't think many people thought they could go far. But that's it's one of these things. It's it's a good surprise. Um, yeah, it's a uh, not a good surprise. Obviously, not on our expense, but. Under Chris Wilder, they have massively improved compared to was it Warnock was under before him? Yeah. yeah. Was it Warnock before him? Yeah, they've improved massively since then. They're a bit more steadier in the championship. They're in the fifth round in the FA Cup. Things are looking a lot brighter for them. Um they could have a good chance of beating Spurs, who knows? I hope they do, but we'll find out. Yeah, I, I, I to be honest, um they, they probably are doing well in the championship and uh, Wilder's probably got them playing decently. I wasn't that very impressed much in, in the terms of. Yeah, they are. I wasn't that impressed in terms of the the them playing against us because, yes, credit to them for staying in the game, but at the same time, it was one of those games where I feel like that game should have been long gone and wrapped up. The amount of chance that we had. Uh, their keeper Lumley. Absolutely <laughs> if, fabulous. If, if I if I was a Middlesbrough fan, I would be absolutely <laughs> myself if he was my keeper. I jeez. Yeah, geez. yeah but <laughs> anywho, moving on to the, <laughs> moving on to the next game, and I think you know we were just saying about you know don't necessarily laugh at teams being knocked out by lower league teams because frequently they can be. Underestimated, Luke. So Should have happened twice. The next game I'm going to move on to is Chelsea Plymouth here. And again, I yep. would say, I don't know what your opinion is, Luke, but if, you know, would you say Chelsea underestimated Plymouth there? Because Kepa saved our asses basically there in that game, in my opinion, because Plymouth took the game to us. They came to Stamford Bridge and they weren't going to roll over. Yeah, Plymouth were a surprise package. They forced it to extra time and it was at what a late minute late uh, goal in there kind of extra time it just goes to show the small clubs you can't write them off it's the magic of the FA Cup there's been many shocks over the years and alright they Plymouth didn't win but they showed a lot more fight than everyone else thought they would because you would probably expect Chelsea to walk all over them but that's not what happened George would you say Chelsea underestimated Plymouth because they're a few divisions below you know do you think as a team, could you, you know, in that game, do you think Plymouth were underestimated or do you think it was Chelsea, you know, not being good enough in general? It's not kind of a case of underestimation. It just wasn't really on form. Um, see, I, I only watched the highlights of this because I was in I was at cricket training. So um, from what I watched, I thought Plymouth played really, really well. Um, give them credit. What people seem to forget is when the top teams played the lower league, it's hard because 
lower league teams play a different way, different style, and as we'll come to later on in the show with Bowen Wood. So they play a certain way of football, then the other team have to kind of go down to their level to play at that level. Like, So I'm not saying Chelsea weren't good enough, but obviously in that game they wasn't. But in, in the end they was because they won. But I don't know. This just goes, I know we've had this argument before in the groups about replays, but this, when you see results like this, this is where I think it, my language is all over the lower league teams because imagine if they at Plymouth was able to take Chelsea back to Plymouth after a replay. So um, I think for the top teams, it's, all right, it's less game to them, but for the lower league teams, that would have helped them a lot. But um, I don't even know. What about Kidderminster as well? But yeah, I was mm, going to we'll say that. Talk about well. that game. Mm. So, um, uh, um, I think I it was Alonso um, and. Uh, yeah, it was Alonso that scored uh, an extra time and yeah, Dave beforehand. So that's what I mean. Like when you compare the squads of these, like I saw that apparently Chelsea's squad at the time was three hundred and million altogether, and Plymouth was two. Okay. I mean, yeah. At the, uh, George, George mentioned a good point there with replays. You know, I've, I've had it mentioned before. You know, they've scrapped the replays. Yeah, the, the official line is because of scheduling and congestion and all that. But do you think, you know, do you think that, you know, replay, you know, it would have benefited the lower league teams, of course, it would have financially as well. Do you think they should be brought back? I, I, here's the thing I can't really comment on that because I will come from a point of um, a biased point of view <laughs> because for for teams like United uh, City Arsenal well City don't need replays they're literally doing one um, Chelsea Liverpool all the big teams um, the replays don't is not beneficial for them because of the how congested the fixtures are already with uh, European games other cup competitions like Carabao Cup final and all that, uh, and the league games that have to be rearranged already, so it's already congested enough as it is. Uh, but if we're saying from point of view from a lower league club, replay is always more beneficial because uh, if they're playing at home and they're a lower league team, they get to sell out their stadium, and then after they might get an away day to one of the bigger grounds, like if Kidderminster and West Ham, we'll get into Kidderminster in a little little bit. But if that went to uh, ex, uh, not extra time, a replay, Kim Minister would have had an away day at the London Stadium. You know, um, Plymouth would have had a chance to host Chelsea at their ground. But who knows? Man United would have probably still been at the FA Cup if we went to the Riverside. You know, um, but I still do think it should be a one-game match um, for, for for me personally. But for the lower league teams. I, I think they would like the replays back anyway. So, yeah. Definitely. And talking of lower league teams, you couldn't get George, you couldn't get any more unlucky than Kidderminster there. Pretty They're much. Still massive. That, still it, massive. Was a, it was a massive game for them. And they were so close to taking that tie to penalties, if not for Jared Bowen. And the added minutes so close to winning it. Time. Winning they, it. They, could have, they could have had that game so well. Yeah, um, I felt sorry for Kidderminster to be fair. Like they would, they had that game won really, and then 
it was, <laughs> it was quite heartbreaking for them, really. I spoke to West Ham fans who part of them was like relieved they got through, but then the other part was like they felt sorry for Kidminster because they did deserve to win to go through, forget about the extra time and Jared Bowen scoring the winner like in the last seconds or whatever it was. But they got nothing to feel embarrassed about Kidderminster. Like they just put their life on the line, really. I'm sorry, that's a lyric out of a song. I can't uh, think what song. It, no, you might be right there. <laughs> From a few Bastille, songs, I think. I think Bastille, I think. Possibly. There could um, have been a few songs, I think, had that lyric. Pompeii, I think. Anyway, moving on. Um, but West Ham done what West Ham had to do, I suppose, eventually. But like I said, they had to... Bring, you go play these lower league teams, it, um, you have to bring yourself down to their level and you can't play the, foot, the tippy-tappy football that you would do in the um, in the Premier League or against the Championship team. So, fair play to them. It's not, but it's not for every non-league team to get through, is it? No, but Abdi, you have to say West Ham, they, they won it in the end. And I think, you know, they were probably expected to do it, but Kidderminster put on a show, which is what you like to see in the FA Cup and West Ham. You know, another time they have scraped results. I don't, you know, you could say they're not really prioritising the FA Cup with, you know, the where they are in the league and also the Europa League position. You know, do you think West Ham will go far in the FA Cup or do you think that's just not on their priority list this season? It has to be in their priority list. It has to be. Why wouldn't it be? They 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 got knocked out of the the Carabao Cup. They're still in the Europa League last sixteen, and they have an opportunity to go far in the FA Cup. Of course, you have to take the opportunity. West Ham haven't won a, a major trophy, and I, I don't even know when the last time was. You know, so they they won the playoffs. What playoffs? The other year when they was in it. <laughs> oh wow, <laughs> that doesn't count as a proper trophy. Um, no, um, but yeah, uh, it might have been against Arsenal actually. Last time they, Wait, won, it, they won, they won the FA oh, the... Cup in like the seventies or the eighties, something like that. Nineteen eighty, possibly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, um, to... so it has Where... it has been like a long time. So West Ham. To check. <laughs> I mean, I'll check it later. But yeah, uh, West Ham do need to take the opportunities. It's similar to Everton as well. They, them sort of teams who haven't won trophies in a long time would relish the opportunity to go deep in these competitions. Maybe not before because they might have had other priorities to stay in the division or um, chase top four or whatever. Or you know, but they need to chase the FA Cup as well. And I have shout, uh, shout out to Kidderminster because they thoroughly deserve to go through in that game. West Ham didn't. They underestimated them. That that uh, stadium or their their ground is packed out. It was rocking. It was just one of those games where it, it was so close for Kidderminster. But Declan Rice came on. They had to bring on the big boys. He dragged them to to extra time. Dragged them, and then Jerobo and just nailed the the final nail in the coffin. Really, Rest it broke their hearts. Unfortunately, yes. But Kitty will always be massive to me. <laughs> I mean, so <laughs> yeah, that, that, mm, it's, yeah, no, 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 yeah, uh, no, no, no. I mean, that's what they say. If okay, you've listened to the YouTube show, you'd you'd have some worrying phrases from Abdi there as well. But, by Jimmy. 
Yeah. Uh, right. Moving on, Luke. Kidderminster. I mean, <laughs> it is the magic of the FA Cup. West Ham underestimated them, but you know what a big benefit that would have been from Kidderminster. You know, financially they would have benefited as well for the future, and it will push them to show them that you know these teams can take the game to these Premier League teams. You know, the fact that West Ham had to take the big boys onto the pitch shows that Kidderminster or teams like lower league teams will push the Premier League teams as far as they can to show that. You know they they they're not going to be underestimated. Yeah, they um they were very unlucky. Um, obviously Bowen right in the last minute, I felt so sorry for them because obviously they gave they just took the game straight to West Ham and like it's just not easy to go to a big like a top Premier League side and do that to them. But uh, but they did, and so it just shows small clubs can push on in games and get a result or close to one but um, yeah Kinnaminster was just unlucky at the end of the day and um, well West Ham got through I don't know who they got next but Southampton Southampton, Southampton you probably assume they get through them as well so and Abdi to answer mm. your question West Ham last won a trophy in 1980 against Arsenal in FA Cup final. Oh, I'll tell you that. Uh, that yeah, was 1980. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, I, my, I was, I I was literally just history. looking at it and cause I'll let you spend it because, you know, cool. I know my uh, you do, you do. It was, it was it's a been so 42, 42 years ago. Yeah, will be come mm. That's an interesting one. Moving on to the next game, then, Abdi. Frank Lampard's first game in charge of Everton was the fourth round. Frank Lampard's back. Great watchers. They beat Brentford very convincingly, (laughs) and a lot of people saying, you know, great start for Lampard. What brilliant, you know. But we have to look at it this way as well. It's only one game so far, but how do you think? It is only one game uh, so far, but he has brought the the feel-good factor back to Goodison Park. Um... And uh, yeah, it, I looked at the team sheet. It wasn't the greatest team sheet, you know. Um, they can't have like Deli Ali and Donny Van der Beek can't play for for them in the FA Cup because they're cup tied, so they're not going to be in any of those games. Um, but four one against Brentford, they'd done the job. They they did what they had to do, and uh, Goodson was rocking again. And if there was like a positive atmosphere around the ground, and you know, speaking to Matt, he's, he really enjoyed it because he was at the game as well. So, you know, um, but yeah, Everton, we, we just have to keep an eye on them, how they'll do in the Premier League. You know, they've got Newcastle coming up. So, uh, good luck to them. Six point of that. Yeah, I mean, six that will be a nah, six point. They'll, they'll kick away from relegation. They're, they won't well, Newcastle. Everton. Everton, oh. I don't, yeah. Well, Everton. I mean, Luke, when it comes to Brentford, I mean, they've fallen off a cliff pretty much in the league and obviously now out of the FA Cup. I mean, they're plummeting. They're, they're plummeting. I mean, they're not going to get relegated, but you have to no. say for Brentford, they could have done more in that game. They could have done a lot more. I mean, I only saw the highlights of that game, but they just didn't have enough going forward. I don't know what's happened to Brentford because they started the season off quite strong. And they're going cold out. That have been worked out, as you put it, in the yeah. league, in the cup. Um, you know, they've got Christian Eriksen coming in. Well, Kai has come in, sorry. But that's not going to make a massive difference. You don't know his fitness, as how much precaution has got put into that. 
um, Evan got the job done. And yeah, under new, under Frank Lampard, uh, Deli Ali and Van der Beek in the team for the next round. Probably see yeah. Evan go for again, I'd say. They're cut, they can't play their fake up. They're cup tied. Mm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, so... I still, I still reckon Evan get through because the new manager bounced. No, I mean, George, will the new manager bounce be as as effective as people say, or you know, do Everton still have to be careful because it's not, you know, the, it's not going to be an immediate solution. Um, they will have a bounce because having Slimming World at the at the helm is going to help. Um, but I don't know. I I think they're going to struggle. Their their squad's useless. It's really, they've probably got about take Del, take um Delhi Store and Donny out. You the the only decent players I got after that is probably Richarlison and Calvert Lewin's only just coming back from injury. The best they can hope for is probably getting to at twelfth if they're lucky. I don't know. I I think they'll do better than twelfth. No, not this season, but yeah. No, I'm talking about this season. Not oh, this season, it. yeah, so yeah, yeah. Can't can't really say about any others because they could go out and buy people. So yeah, um, I think their game tonight's important because that could um, someone could put a kind of deflate Lampard and the positive atmosphere he's got. But saying the positive atmosphere, I'm not being rude. Like us four could have took over Everton and gave a positive atmosphere. They did have Benitez there that kind of nearly well done a good job on them really like it, it was he was hatred there was hatred there it was toxic as everything it was, it was like, like having I don't know Boris in charge it's just not yeah. it was never a good idea even being, as, no, no, it was no, never no, going to work logically it wasn't going to work and then like so anyone coming in would give that a, but it, the positive atmosphere was there before Lampard went because it was when Benitez got the sack and Oh, um, Duncan Ferguson done these temporary things. So, I know I'm not crapping all over Slimming World, but I've, he'll do a good job. But not he's he's got a big job on his hands, a lot bigger than the one at Chelsea. Uh, I, I still think he'll be decent there. Um, I think he he does play good football, and I feel like if Everton he did when he bring was a player. Now as a manager too, if if he's too old, he can't play anymore. He's not right. Gonna put him in midfield with Delhi and Donny. Delhi, Donny, and Frankie. Yeah. If if uh, the Everton board listen to him and get the players that he he wants in to to play the way that he wants to play, then afterwards, um, usual question whether the board will listen. Costa could be going to Everton in the summer, actually. Diego Costa. Yeah. Collecting stamps once again. <laughs> well, I mean, Everton can, you know, now focus purely on the league. Now they're out of the cup. Moving on to the next, they're not out of the cup. They're now they're still in the cup. No, Brentford uh, are out of the yeah, cup. Brentford, uh, yes. I, I, this is this <laughs> yeah, what I was saying earlier. Everton, Everton, um, if they can actually go on a good run and win their FA Cup, I'm not saying they will, but if they can win their FA Cup. That'll be a decent season. Turn I mean, a good cup run for Everton will probably rescue their season, even if they don't win it, but get quite far. I think it'll rescue their season because, yeah, exactly. all in all, their season has been quite atrocious because they were left with a bit more expectation probably after in the summer. People weren't expecting Everton to be flirting close to relegation. But, yeah, yeah we'll see what, how Everton will do. And Brentford, well, 
They need to focus on the league. It's not the first time they've floated a relegation, like no. in terms of being in that position, you know. A couple of times no. they've been like left in 18th. My problem isn't the where they are, it's how bad that squad is. Yeah, they need to depth. strengthen. They need to they need to squad no, depth. Anymore, that that squad needs ripping down and taking apart top to bottom everything have got to be sorted. Well, as we've discussed before, them a lot of these players, A wouldn't fit into a top seven side or you know, play for the Most national team. Half of them are championship players as well, really. Yeah. But yeah, I'm like, not oh, going top yeah. Out of a top twelve team, like so if you say top twelve team, can you see someone like El Ghazi being a regular in that? Me personally, I mean, not. El Ghazi's a Villa player, so but he's online, so all right. Then Townsend and Gray, like they're good, like they're good players on their day, but they're not. No, like if you're good squad like, players, like, yeah, it's good squad, but like if as a first regular, Richard, you take Richarlison and Calvert Lewin out of that, you're like, well, all right. there's no Alan the Corey, them too. I take them out as well, it won't be. Not yeah, I, I rest my case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't really make... Yeah, it's hard to I justify that. I, really. I suppose I've got a woe. Oh, that, that... <laughs> That's baffling. I can't. Seamus Coleman is about 48 now, isn't he? Yeah, I can't believe he's still playing. Like Pickford. Like, maybe... He's great for he England. Could, he could maybe get into a top 10. Put him in England. I I don't know who would take him out of a top ten. There's not many teams to be honest. No, Everton could be a top ten team if they just get themselves together, really. And if they get no with this squad, I don't know. Maybe no, they've got to go out and buy about six or seven. They definitely need to strengthen. Definitely need more players. I think. Then Nathan Patterson is a good fullback. I will say that they got that other guy. I I won't try and Nilenko. Yeah, him. Um, the chap from Dynamo Kiev, I think, is yes, yes. And Patterson um, from Rangers is a good player. So. Yeah, we got both but decent. But I don't know whether he's top eight, top ten material because I've only watched him in the SPL. So we shall so, see. Yeah, yeah, I've not seen him play too. much, but it'll be interesting to see how he goes. Right, moving on to the next game then, Luke. Uh, in the third round podcast, when we did predictions. We said Brighton, you know, can can knock Spurs out. The Spurs bogey team. I mean, we're gonna be bi- we're gonna be unbiased here, you know. Uh no, you are. Well, yeah, we will be. Uh Spurs I'm gonna have At to say honest. it. They played really well. I'm gonna have to say that, Luke. They played well. Yeah, I think in the prediction I predicted Brighton to win because I thought Brighton normally take it to um big clubs, but Tottenham ain't big anyway. But um uh yeah, Tottenham played a reputation that they're not. Uh, Tottenham played Really well. Kane ran around the pitch like he just won the blooming Olympics for some reason. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, Spurs played. Spurs played really well. Brighton just didn't have enough, and Spurs did what Spurs do and got through. There's not really much to say on it. Just Spurs were just the better on the day. Well, George Spurs, they've got Middlesbrough next, so there could be a shocking store. You never know. Uh, what I did like is uh, that little bet you kind of said. Oh, when I put £10 on, a uh, fiver on. Yeah, was it uh, Middlesbrough to win? Yeah, Both Middlesbrough to, to win. Both teams score. Balogun to score the winner, 65 to 1. And I put another fiver on. Balogun to score any time on 78 for 1. Pretty decent if that comes in. 
But as for Brighton, do you think they could have benefited from a good cup run? Yeah, uh, one thing I will say about Brighton, then it's gonna I'm gonna get jumped all over because everyone knows everyone's gonna say, Oh, it's what you Spurs. Um that was probably the worst first half I've seen Brighton play for about well, since Graham Potter's been there. Well, yeah, they could have done a lot better, to be fair. They've done no, they better. were absolutely terrible. And in the second half, the only person who changed the game for them was Basuma, Akuna Basuma, what was his name? I think that's his name, Akuna. Why, why, would I, why would anyone jump on you for that? That's, that's being honest. And no, it's fairly true because it is. Say, oh, Tottenham were three, no. Tottenham were yeah. pretty much 2 0 up very quickly, and Brighton. They they defensively have been much better before in other games. Yeah, I don't right. think. Go on. I don't think Tottenham was as great as everyone says. I thought Bright like if if Morpay puts that goal away in the second half, it's three two. It's a different game. Like um, Tottenham did play well. Song uh, you can tell songs back. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought Brighton were absolutely atrocious in that first half. And I've never, I've not seen them play like that under Graham Potter. And even he said that's probably the worst performance, first forty-five minutes performance they've had. Like they were that bad. Kane scored too, so he ain't bad to score at all really this season. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> uh, second half, thought Brighton come back into it. Basuma absolutely carried them. Um, he scored as well, I think. Um, yeah, he did. Oh. So. He won't be at Brighton next season. I guarantee you that. Right. In the summer, he'll be at a top six club. Um, Aston Villa. From, yeah, from my own point of view, I'd have him at Arsenal like that. Because, and I think I think he'd fit in. Man United could do with him as well. I'd have him yeah. in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, um, I thought you said you'd have Gnabry. I'd take him too. I was going to say probably. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> He said he's only going back to one club in England if he comes back. West Brom? Okay. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll see. Um, they weren't good enough for West Brom, remember? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, they've got the man in charge now, Steve Bruce. Well, you know. With Andy well, Carroll. You know. <laughs> with Andy Carroll as well. So And, and but, the cheesy chips. Yeah, cheesy chips, man. Um, Tottenham, get through against Middlesbrough. Uh, yeah. I would have loved to have seen Tottenham Man United, which is a shame because I think Man United would have battered them. Um, don't worry, we'll play that. We're playing them in March anyway. No, I don't care about well. that. I've meant in the cup. Um, yeah. So you never know. Like I don't honestly. I know people joked. Or I think I joked. But I didn't think Middlesbrough would do United. Like I honestly thought United the Egypt with it being at the theatre of dreams. So, I don't know. sometimes when the little clubs play the bigger ones and knock one of them out, all that energy kind of goes into that. But um, as long as Tottenham don't win the FA Cup, I'm all good. Man City are still in it, mate. Yeah, they're exactly. You know, they'll probably yeah, get knocked City out in the semi-final. In the right? They get knocked out in the semi-final, you know. What, City? Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah, City, you know. Chelsea last season knocked them out. Arsenal knocked them out the season before that. And Arsenal get Wigan one. back. Uh, no, they're out. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, um, Stoker, I'd Stoker. like to see one of the lower teams win it, though. It would be nice. Team. Make a difference. I wanted it to be Kidderminster, but uh, they're not going to win this. Bournemouth. No, Palace yeah. will have it. Yeah. Bar are massive everywhere we go. Yeah. Uh, or no, pa- we'll or Palace. Palace could yeah, have it. Palace, West Ham. 
Mm. It would be nice to see anyone, but from the you know a bit, not not a big, big quote unquote big club. Chelsea are still in it, mate. Just about. Just about. Yeah, but they're a big club. I'm talking about little club. Yeah, we want want something little, different clubs winning it. Uh, Norwich, go on, why not? Norwich and the Europa League. No, right. Can you imagine if Norwich do a win? The way you feel about Burnley is the way I feel about Norwich. I hate Can you imagine if Norwich do a win? I hate Norwich. I hope Burnley down to liquidation. (laughs) I'm not going to go that far. I don't know what Burnley have done to you, mate. Just no point of them. Okay, we'll move, we'll move on. Abby, anyway. what do you think of the Spurs Brighton game? Yeah, Spurs did okay. Brighton could have been much better. I think a cup run would have benefited them. I'll give credit. Uh, I'll give credit to Spurs. I, I I do think they played well, but as George said, Brighton were the makers of their own downfall in that game. You know, they uh, pretty much gifted um, a couple couple of the goals to Spurs by making defensive errors, and um, they missed Dan Burn for me. Mm-hmm. Brian couldn't. <laughs> Brian couldn't finish their chances, you know. Mope had literally just needed to finish that, and it would have been game on at that point. Um, and it was, I think, it was straight after Basuma scored when it was two-one, and yeah. then and then they just went and pretty much threw it in the bin. So yeah, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Brian should have should have been more done more defensively and offensively, but well, I honestly yeah, think but, they missed Dan Burn. Right where they sold him. Yeah, Dan Byrne was in good form as well for them. Yeah, so. right. like, people, yeah. a lot of people laughed at that signing for Newcastle. It's a, it's a clever a signing. Boy. He's a Geordie boy. Yeah, he's about nine foot tall as well, isn't he? Man? He is. He is. But yeah, no, fair play to Spurs. Um, their new signings made their debuts. Rodrigo Bentancourt and oh, Leanne Kulisevsky. No, ben... I, I feel like... I feel, yeah, I feel like both ben of them are right. Cool. Kulisevsky looks like he's got a good left foot on him. I, I, I honestly, every time he got the ball, I thought he was going to score. <laughs> it was just the way ben, he was moving with it. Rodrigo, I'm going to because I can't say his other name, but he looked ben decent. Tancourt. But yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, he he's a, he's like just a cent, central midfielder, so you know, he's going to get stuck in. He's not really a goal scorer or no. uh, a sister. He's more of the one that just gets stuck in. So uh, yeah, another Hoiberg. Yeah, basically, but probably a little bit better than Hoyt. A little bit sure. better than Harry Winksy, boy. Winky. But Harry Kane <laughs> getting with the goals. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, Son's <dear>. back. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Harry Kane's oh, getting back. Oh, let's move on. We apologise for a temporary loss of Abdi. Uh, right. Oh, wait, I'm here. Hot, I'm here. Hot. Can you hear me? No, no, no. It was a joke. It was a joke. Uh, there is Tottenham Hotspot. Hot Pot. Tottenham Hotspot. That's a washing machine. What's what? That's such a video where they're talking about sod. Then they call it like Totten. What? What's yeah. Totten Hot Pot? Hot Pot. What? Okay. Um, uh, we'll move on to the next game then. And George, I think the headline for the Liverpool game has to be for me Harvey Elliott. Not only he's come back after a quite bad injury, but what a way to come back with a goal. Yeah, as a football fan, it was really nice to come. Yeah, come back now, won't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's really nice to Harvey. Hello, boy George. To... <laughs> it's really nice to Harvey boy to come back. He played really well before, and then he got that. I can't remember who it was against. Bad injury, and it was against Leeds. Okay, um, so yeah, good to see him back. I think the highlight is that I'd like to know how much Liverpool paid the referee. 
Yeah, that oh, was I was going to go into that because, as well. Like, and I, I don't care if I get accused of slander, but like, he, I thought the Royal Rumble, the Royal Rumble was last week. So apparently, so the Liverpool goalkeeper, how did he get away with that? Like, that's going to be on Crime Watch next week on for assault. But no, he only gets a booking for that. Then they should have had a penalty. I'm just like, oh, really? Um, but I don't know. I. I definitely understand why Cardiff fans feel very, very, very aggrieved. Um, but then they just kind of blew him away, really, didn't they? But I think Jota scored, didn't he, as usual? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Colgate, didn't he score? Uh, Minamino, not for me. Oh, it's the other O. Yeah. Little, little, Nemo, little, little Nemo and... What about um, me? No, not you. You're not little. Um and then and Harvey Elliott, so and then Liverpool have got a night a really hard draw because obviously all the big teams paid their monthly subscription to get their easy draws. Mm. I can't even remember who Liverpool got now. Norwich. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. Unless Norwich can win, then that proves that would be amusing, but I highly doubt well, it. No chance. No chance. Uh, you can't say that, no chance because no, we know. No, you... So we'll quote that because if please, no, I, I I want to be wrong. Okay. I want to be wrong, but no chance. Especially at Anfield as well. So, um, so no chance. They're gonna get absolutely dunked on. Well, like Middlesbrough, Old Trafford. But Old Trafford isn't the same as Anfield. Just moment, like Bournemouth slapped Bournemouth around. Old Trafford is not a fortress as it as it once was. Okay, so mm. as disappointing as it is. Arsenal went to Anfield and drew nil nil with ten men. So anyone can do anything. At I Anfield. don't. I, I. I don't think it's you can say same. no chance in same. these competitions. It's not no. Okay. I suppose we did say that when Wigan beat Man City in the final, though, didn't we? There was no chance. Uh, yeah, we yeah, did. We, everyone yeah. said no chance. Come on, everyone did. And that was a, a beautiful day. Though. It was a very beautiful day. So, um, you never know. So I want to be wrong. That's why I say no chance. But yeah, no chance. Uh, um. So yeah. Fair play to Liverpool. They got through. Cardiff, I didn't think, actually played that bad. Be, I'm trying to remember who their manager is. Uh, not Harris, is it? No, he's gone Ginningham. Oh, one, give me a second. Give me a second, I'll find it. I, I remember his name. But what she said. Steve Morrison. Yeah, saying Well, the one who's played for Mill. I must be getting old. Remember him playing. I mean, Abdi, you could say... Cardiff did well, and also I think there, as always, refereeing will always be a question in most yeah. in a lot of games. It'll always be debatable. Cardiff could have had things differently if decisions went in in their favour, but you know it's one of these things. Yeah, unfortunately, it didn't go in the favour of Cardiff. Um, I don't know how Kelleher stayed on the pitch. He literally dived out. He came full on sprinting, took him by the ankle, um, speared him. Yeah. Um, apparently, the justification was it wasn't high above the ankles, it was oh. below the ankle. That's so right. that's a yellow. <laughs> so, um, eh. and then the penalty incident eh, is what it is, I guess. They're just, I feel like the it does, there was a factor where people do say that the home, home crowd kind of gets onto the referee a little bit and things go in favor of the home crowd sometimes or goes against the home crowd. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say at this point. But yeah, um, could have gone either way. 
Oh, sorry. Could... It's made of food. So, wrong, no, it's Austin, uh, isn't it? Wrong no, yeah, 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 wrong platform. <laughs> He's not here. No, he played but, yeah. in Milan derby. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't. Uh, who, who's Milan? But yeah, anyway, uh, Cardiff. I even though things could have gone, uh, should have gone in their favour a little bit. I still think Liverpool had enough um, uh, to 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 get past them. Um, and they weren't good defensively, like on the corners, because I think it was two set pieces that undone them pretty much, or nearly two. No, one was definitely a corner, the other one, you know, they didn't look too too good from corners. So it's nice to see Cole Colwell score, though. I think that's how you oh, say Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the 19 year old that played for Wales in the Euros. Wales. Yeah, they did get at least a goal. Luke, when it comes to Liverpool, I mean, under Jurgen Klopp, their, their FA Cup campaigns have not exactly been brilliant. The last time they've been in the uh, in the fifth round was 2020, where they got knocked out by Chelsea. But other than that, Liverpool have not gone too far in the FA Cup. You know, OK, they've got Norwich. I mean, on paper, and I'm only saying on paper here, you see Liverpool probably getting through to the quarterfinals, which would be the furthest they got in the FA Cup under Jurgen Klopp in the last few years. Yeah, I don't get it. What going on with them in the FA Cup? Because in the league, Champions League, they always get like always challenge for titles or deep into the Champions League itself. But with FA Cup, they seem to like be allergic to it or something. <laughs> like they again knocked out an earlier round. It's like that almost like they're not bothered about that one. Like, I think they mainly want either Premier League or Champions League, but that might not be the case. But one thing I will say about Liverpool, the last three years sure. they have come up against people that have gone on to be in the final or win it. Yeah. Norwich, well, otherwise it's not going to happen in Norwich. be nice, but... I mean, didn't they get knocked out by Wolves one year? Yes, they did. They yeah. did. The year after, we think... knocked them out and then I know Chelsea knocked them out and then I think Wolves was... The... We, we knocked them out last year. Yeah. But we got knocked out by Leicester. So. But Leicester won. So, I yeah, guess... That's what I didn't want to uh, that's not, I don't think that's going to go to happen with Norwich. I don't think they'll get swept aside. Norwich. Yeah. Well, I just don't feel like Liverpool really were fussed about the domestic cups, but this year it seems like they're they're on the domestic cups. So, um, yeah. yeah. Carabao Cup yeah. final coming uh, yeah. against Chelsea and now through to the fifth round of the FA Cup against Norwich. Yeah, I don't even know I want to win that. Yeah. Well, yeah, Chelsea, unfortunately. Well, I'm not about Chelsea. I know I want to win, but you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course you do, Hubert. Of course you do. Clearly. Okay. Uh, right, then moving on to the next game, Abdi. And this game was incredible. So I was watching watching the end of the Bundesliga game between Dortmund and Leverkusen, and I thought, oh, you know, it's not, not much is going to happen the first half an hour of the Forest Leicester game. A liar. <laughs> I, I tune in at uh, Forest with 3 0 up by the time I tuned in. What a game that was. Absolute cracker. This this was the game I was waiting for the most and the most uh, anticipated game for me out the whole weekend. Maybe slightly. No, nah, I'll say it. I was probably looking forward to this game more than I was looking forward to Man United Middlesbrough. Uh, and I'm wow. a night fan at that. I, I literally, as soon as. You know, as soon as uh, the draw happened between, uh, and it was going to be Leicester or Arsenal, uh, uh, Leicester or Forest, that you done that on purpose, didn't you? No, no, Forest or Arsenal, yeah. v Leicester. 
Um, I, I wanted to see the, the, the Forest v Leicester match. Nothing against Arsenal. Nothing against Arsenal, George. Before you get carried away. But when 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 Forest beat Leicester, uh, Arsenal in the third round, I was do, like, you, do you want to mention it anymore? No, sorry, no, sorry. No. This is it. This is it. This is the last time I mentioned it, okay? It's you hear that Forest beat Arsenal in the third round? <laughs> but when, yeah, when, oh, Forrest, when Forrest qualified for the fourth round, I was By like, as soon Arsenal. as I saw it, <laughs> as soon as I saw it was Forrest v Leicester, I was like, yes. And I was rubbing my hands together like, this is the game of the weekend of that tie. Um, and I was like, yes. So as soon as that game came on, I sat down, I began to watch it. My boy Jimmy G, Jimmy Garner, absolutely running the show in midfield against probably a top combination of midfielders in Wilfred and Didi and Yuri Tillemans. And he has a beautiful set-piece delivery, you know? Honestly, I'd go as far as to say he's probably... No, hands down, he's probably our best set-piece taker. We have not scored from a corner all season, yet Jimmy Garner can literally ping that ball into onto anyone's head. And it, it goes to show because he got an assist in that game... Um, and yeah, Nottingham Forest absolutely blew Leicester away in that game. Worrell got a goal. Uh, Johnson got a goal. Spence Johnson. got a goal. Yeah, Johnson. He Johnson. he's a good talent himself. Me. Keep an eye on him. Um, and I forgot who else. Uh, Zinkernagel, my guy, Zinkernagel. Um, yes, oh. they <laughs> Zinkernagel. Um, but yeah, no, keep an eye on that Johnson fella. He he he's he's one for, one for the future. Him, Spence. Uh, Garner as well, but yeah, I I I, I was be fair though, absolutely Spence, loving it. He pray for Forest. He's, he's on loan at mid. He's on loan from mid. Yeah, I know. So they'll probably take him back. To be fair. Uh, yeah, they probably will. But someone might be like, "Oh, I like what he done at Forest. Bring him in." You know, yeah. if um, Lamptey Lamptey leaves Brighton or something, they could be like, "Oh, let's go get Spence or something." I don't know. Um. I feel like one of the teams like uh, an Everton, a Leicester, maybe even a Villa could just be like, yeah, we'll, we'll pinch him quickly, you know, or a West Ham even. But um, Or Arsenal. Or Arsenal. But I, I don't see Arsenal going for that. Um, but yeah, no, um, for that, that ground was absolutely rocking as well. I, I could feel it. I could feel the electricity from it. Um, and they're going through. They, they literally absolutely blew Leicester away. Uh, we'll see how long Brendan can last, but you know, there are. I feel like a lot of level headed Leicester fans still want Brendan Rodgers to stay because of what he's done for them and the job that he's done for them. But there are the you know, the new generation where everyone wants change right there, right now, you know. Um, so yeah, we'll see what happens with him. I mean, looking at Nottingham Forest, Luke, you know, they had many managers since the last time they were in the Premier League. And out of all of them, I think Steve Cooper, I think I think that's the Forest manager anyway, if I'm correct. Yep, it uh, is. Yeah, he, he did a fan, he's doing a fantastic job with Forest. You know, the big run in the FA Cup will obviously help financially as well, but also it will boost them for their playoff campaign because let's be honest, they are two points off the playoff spot and they've got what you would say is probably quite a quite a winnable tie on paper against Huddersfield who are also in the championship. So they could potentially go us, go to the quarters, if not further. Yeah, I think they will go to quarters for court finals. Huddersfield are nothing special and Forest have been really decent under Steve Cooper. It was uh, a solid run in the FA Cup. 
started beating Premier League clubs back to back. So I won't say Arsenal again. Thank you, Lou. But yeah, the big two Premier clubs back. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Well, sadly, you mentioned it about seven times in the same sentence. I mean, you, you're there, so you could tell us, mate. Yeah, back yeah. to back Premier League clubs, and obviously Leicester being the holders now, with no guaranteed new holders. Probably um, a shitty team. Yeah. No, United, not in it. No, not them. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> but I, I could see Forest getting into the quarterfinals, and then maybe, I don't know, might make some miracle, might get even further than that. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, it'll be an interesting one. George, when it comes to Leicester, I mean, they've got troubles at the back. They've they've had the whole season injuries, all sorts for them. I mean, the FA Cup run would have been good for them. I mean, they but they're still in they're still in some sort of a European competition, I guess. They don't have much to fight for in the league. That FA Cup would have benefited them, I think. Um, yeah, probably Brendan's at the wheel, isn't he? So um I don't know. I, I, I can't see him being there in the summer, to be honest. It's just getting worse and worse. They've got a lot of injuries, but some of them are come back, coming back, though, aren't they? So, um, like Justin was back, which was nice to see. I know he's been back before that, but um, I don't know. Maybe they're maybe going to focus on the conference league or getting up the table a bit, maybe. But Brendan Rodgers said he didn't even know what the conference league was, so um, they're a bit weird. I just wonder if Leicester's going to have to Leicester's hitting their pre-transitional time now. That, from what I'm hearing, that there's quite a few players that could be leaving in the summer, like Tillemans um, and Didi's rumored to be going. Um, even Justin, to be fair, I heard that. And Vardy's a lot older now, but he gets get a lot of injuries. So I don't know. Um, that I just know that's pretty embarrassing. No, no offence to Nottingham for it, but getting battered like that. As Abdi mentioned, Arsenal lost to Nottingham Forest. Um, we wasn't battered. So for me, that was a more embarrassing performance than one when we lost. Well, yeah, because it was but a last-minute goal. It was. When Leicester got absolutely destroyed. It wasn't, it wasn't, because we had we didn't look like we were going to score anyway. So, not, not in first with a better team. and But with Leicester, they dominated the whole game. With not in first. Um, but good luck to them. I think they'll go out and beat... I think they'll go on and beat uh, Huddersfield. Um, that's that's the thing though. You got to be careful of those kind of games because I yeah. know they're in the same division. Yeah, that could be a banana skin. It's kind like of one of those really. ones where it's like you you can beat you up for the big teams and the big games. Yeah. The games like Huddersfield because you're in the same division. It could be like ah, oh, it's just Huddersfield. But I don't think they'll have enough. I don't think it'll be like a four-one or nothing. But it might be a one-one. Might be tight to finish. Hopefully, but... hopefully, I, I'm 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 rooting for Nottingham Forest to go as far as uh, they can. Because like you look at look at the two games they had, they had a big Premier League club, and then afterwards they had the, the reigning FA Cup holders and local rivals as well. So yeah, two big games. It was more, it was more on it because of the rivalry as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the rivalry. I haven't had that for a long time. I can't. I think the last time they might not even had it in the Championship when Leicester were there because I don't know if Nottingham Forest was in it. 
I think they were. Uh, I think they might have been. But it's been a while, is what I mean. Like, yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, Leicester have yeah have not been in the championship since 2014. So, mm. it, it's an interesting one. Well, moving on to the last game quickly, then. And to be honest, what a result, Luke! It My was boys. to finish on Bournemouth versus Bournemouth. And everyone said, "What a story it will be if Bournemouth go got through." And well, what what else can I say? They did. Well, cued EastEnders theme song. Um, I mean, um, yeah, they uh really shocked people like one of the lowest uh team division, uh, in one of the lowest divisions, and they took it tall Bournemouth apart. Really, um. Everyone was hoping Bournemouth could throw a shock, and they did. Not Bournemouth, Bournemouth could throw I'm a shock. I wasn't. <laughs> and then we did, and they did. But um, yeah, it was just really nice to see a club that loads of leagues down do something really special in the cup. That's got to be one of the best games of the round, I'd say. Yes, I mean, George Borenwood, massive story there. And, you know, it's one of these things you do love an FA Cup story. I certainly said to people, you know, I love that, that kind of magic of the FA Cup story. I know some people don't like it, but come on, what a, what a story this is for Borenwood. Taking the financial benefit out of, out of the equation, I mean, it is a financial benefit too, but for the fans, what, what a moment that was. It's history, mate. Like, all these people that don't like it tend to cheer up miserable or anything like for it's the fourth time that they've ever beat a team in the football league like this is kind of my this is my local team because I'm 20 minutes away in the car and um like Arsenal women play their home games there so Arsenal and Bournemouth have that link so I do watch Bournemouth sometimes I've, I've been to their ground once or twice um it was an absolute amazing performance like Bournemouth for peppering them and everything, and they just held on. Like Ashley Hammond, my man Hammond, like he he was absolutely brilliant. How he's on loan from Fulham, like, but if he can put performances in like that a bit more regularly, and he has done, he's he's kept ten clean sheets in fourteen games since they got him on loan. And then Mark Ricketts, a captain, he was injured. He wasn't even fit. Like, this is how bad it was. They, they had to play him because they had no one else. So he was he was injured. He scored the winner. And like I said, not every non-league team is getting through. It's not for everyone, is it? Borough are massive everywhere they go, as they were saying. Absolutely. I mean, Abdi, great story for Borough. On Bournemouth's side... I mean, to say that Bournemouth will be disappointed is an understatement of probably the, the last millennium, really, because in the championship, they kind of fell back, fell away a bit from the championship race. They could have they could have had a very good run in the FA Cup. That's now gone under Scott Parker. I mean, the championship promotion, the promotion is still very much in their hands, but definitely a disappointing result for Bournemouth. Uh, 100% disappointing for Bournemouth. You know, um, who would have thought that... Uh, Bournemouth would have been knocked out by Bournemouth, you know. Um, fair yeah, play to Bournemouth, but Bournemouth just didn't have enough to, to get past, really. Uh, Scott Parker, you're bottling it, mate. You've bottled the FA Cup. 
you're going to bottle that title race that you're in. Um, you a might third now, promotion. I think so, yes. Yeah, Blackburn second, I think. Yeah, I think so. Come on, I'll Blackburn. Double check I'd... that. Yeah, for, for yeah, now. Uh, Diaz, Diaz's army. Brerington Diaz. But yeah. Um, Bournemouth, ugh, I don't even know what they're doing. So. I'll tell you one person I did, that did look okay for um, Bournemouth is Jaden Anthony, or Anthony. I think he's a centre-forward, the youngster. Yeah. Um, he had a few chances. It says it all when Dominic Solanke scores your 18 goals, and like, everyone slagged him off, didn't they, when they signed him? Um, yeah, everyone laughed. And I, just thought, I just thought Bournemouth uh, just laid everything, like sweat, blood, tears, everything. No, there was walls, there was forests, there was everything in front of the girl. The I, said, I said this about there. teams like Bournemouth, teams like Kidderminster. It's team, there's no expectation on them teams when they go to no. reach a certain stage. There's no expectation. That's almost the most dangerous opponent because no one expected anything from, everyone expected Bournemouth to go out. And that's just almost an yeah. ideal situation for a team like Bournemouth to basically go and show well. No one but expects us to be there, boom. Like Ashley Hammond said after the game, why would we be scared of Everton? Well, well why what, would they? Exactly. Bournemouth have got nothing to lose. And... No, they've got nothing to lose. They can they can give it a go because no one expects them to go through and that's the most dangerous thing. Watch the wood cut down Everton and teach Weight Watchers a lesson. You Bournemouth can't rule both. it out though. That's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the beautiful thing. You can't. Right. Yeah, move then not. to the fifth round and we're going to do predictions. So again, we're going to go for a score prediction. And we're going to go for a method of uh, winning methods. So 90 minutes extra time penalties. I mean, the first game, Abdi, we're going Peter Bramant City. I mean, go on prediction as expected, though. 6 uh, 0 Man City in extra time. No, I'm checking 90 minutes. I mean, that would be quite something. Uh, Luke. Uh, Man City 7 0 in 90 minutes. George. 3-1 Man City, 90 minutes. No, I'm, sadly it's going to be, I'm going to say 4-1 Man City in also 90 minutes. This is a more close one, I think. Southampton, West Ham, Luke? 3-1 uh, West Ham, 90 minutes. George? Uh, West Ham to win on penalties. Uh, Abdi? West Ham to win 2-1 after extra time. No, I'm going to say 3 2 Southampton in extra time. Ooh. Ooh. I see what you are. Here we go. George's, fa- <laughs> George's favourite Middlesbrough Spurs. 1 0 Middlesbrough, 90 minute flow and Balogun. Abdi. 3 1 Spurs, 90 minutes. Luke. 2 1 Spurs, extra time. Spurs on penalties. Oh, that's an interesting one here. Abdi. Luton, Chelsea. <laughs> the Hubert Derby. <laughs> that's what I called it, didn't I? <laughs> that's what I said. But yeah, you like, uh, he's like Thanos. He was like, fine, I'll do it myself because <laughs> he won Luton out so bad. So now he gets to see his team do it. Uh, and I think it'll be 4 0 in 90 minutes to Chelsea. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, we've, we could do it second year running. Uh, Luke. Uh, 3-0 Chelsea 90 minutes 
George. One nil Luton. Let's go. See, we we've underestimated Plymouth. Uh, I'm gonna yeah, go better than Plymouth. I'm gonna go probably two one Chelsea, just about in ninety minutes. Here Let's we go. go. Saint Paddy versus Stoke Alona, Luke. Three nil Paddy. What? Stoke Alona. I heard people call him that. Yeah. Stoke. People. I won't go to tell you the names of people, but yeah, I've heard people, people. call them that. Uh, George, St- Palace, Stoke Alona. 6 0 Palace, 90 minutes. Fantastic. Abdi. 2 0 Palace, 90 minutes. But I can't get over that. Stoke Alona. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Good one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 4 0 Palace. Come on, Palace. Damn. Do us, a, do us a result there. Everyone hates Stoke anyway. Exactly. Right. George, Liverpool versus no chance Norwich. 2-1 Norwich, 90 minutes. Oh. Abdi. 4-0 Liverpool, 90 minutes. Luke. 2-1 Liverpool, 90 minutes. I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool in 90 minutes. Imagine if Kabak, if he's still at Norwich, scored the winner. Uh, I hope. That would be interesting. I'll celebrate. Abdi, Forest Huddersfield. Come on, Forest. Uh, 3-1 to the Forest. Nine minutes. Luke. Uh, 3-1. Not in Forest. Nine minutes. (laughs) George. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, this is why I had Luke go, uh... What is he going to say? <laughs> um, Sounds like Bert from Horror Henry. I, for, I, <laughs> I, was for a second. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, nine, eight on penalties to Nottingham Forest. I like that. That's specific. <laughs> right. Uh, I've got to be slightly less specific than that. 4-2 Nottingham Forest in extra time. I like it. It's cracking. Here we go. George Everton Borehamwood. One nil Borham. Let's go. Luke. Two one Borehamwood. Extra time. Yes, Luke. Yeah, Abdi. Exactly. Well, I'm going to kill the parade, and everyone's going to hate me. I'm sorry, no, but I would I would like Borehamwood to to win, but four nil. minutes. Oh, Borehamwood on penalties. Let's go. Okay. And there we have it. That was the FA Cup episode. We will be back after the fifth round, of course, and uh, talk about all that that happens. But yeah, thank you all for coming. We will see you in the fifth round. We shall. Remember, follow us all on the socials and all that. Official West Mania on Twitter. YouTube channel is live and kicking. Go watch it if you haven't. There's videos already up, you know. Uh, And yeah, Linktree, all of that. You'll find us everywhere, you know. We're everywhere. Cool. And yeah, for, look, listen to this most recent live show. It's been good fun, chaotic, but entertaining. And there's plenty more to come, which we all will find out. Sports mania are massive everywhere they go. And we're about to get even <laughs> bigger. Watch the space, yeah. people, as we will see you next week. Bye.